Happy New Year. Yep. Welcome to the first episode in the new year, 2023. Crazy. We're so glad that you're joining us from wherever you're listening to this podcast at. We want you to know we appreciate you. Yes, we do. We value you and we want to hear from you. So as always, the two things we want you to do. One, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Secondly, share. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, a coworker. This is your opportunity to get this podcast out if it's blessed you. And then also, I feel like it's a great conversation starter as well. It is. Go leave a review too if you haven't already. And this week, since it is the first episode in 2023, what did you do for New Year, Shanik? So I didn't make plans ahead of time, uh, but I knew I wanted to go out and do something, at least dinner. And so, uh, of course, I started calling around different restaurants the day before New Year's <laughs> Classic. Eve. Classic. <laughs> and, of course, couldn't really get a reservation at any of our favorite spots. Ended up uh, going out with uh, my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law, Sharon Kevin, and we ended up at this little spot called Bella Roma, and I hadn't eaten there in 10, 12 years maybe, and it's this little Italian spot in downtown New Albany, and I don't know what the typical menu looks like. It was a special menu for just the night, but I'm telling you, I don't know what your experience was, but mine was great. It was um, very, very good, and I can't believe that it's been over a decade since I've been back, so shout out to... Bella Roma. What'd you, what'd you I don't order? know. A lot of people I talk to have either loved it or hate it, and I get a lot more hate from people about it. But what but did you order? I got um, chicken parmesan. Can't fail, right? Can't fail. I mean, garlic little breadsticks with it. it I mean, probably delicious. Yeah, it was amazing. And then afterwards, of course, we didn't really want to spend money. I didn't plan beforehand either to get in anywhere <laughs> <laughs> uh, at a table or any kind of uh, event venue. But we had heard there was uh, a local band that gets around that was actually down at, I think it's called the Volt Lounge down at, uh, is it Horseshoe or Caesars? I don't even know what that's called. Yeah, the casino here in New, in, uh, New Albany. So we went down there, listened to a band for a couple hours, rang in the new year, the four of us, and a ton of people there. So it kind of made it a real lively, fun atmosphere. And yeah, it was a late night, and I'm not used to that. You know me, my bedtime's like 10 o'clock. Yeah, when you, I say that, I, I'm not joking. Like our kids, we put make sure they're good. We put them in bed at 9.30. The smaller ones, we go down, we say goodnight to the older ones, and we are in bed by 10 o'clock every night. So how late did you stay out? Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe came home went to bed around two yeah it's late night for somebody like yeah. you i'm the same way i'm usually in bed <laughs> so by late 9 30 10 every night so we didn't do anything we we had uh britney and uh brandon and shy come over for dinner and then they left like around 9 9 30 and julie and i were in bed by 11 we didn't even stay up for midnight to the yeah. ball drop so honestly it's a season of life bro there has been yeah. many of new year's eve nights with young kids it's hard that we didn't make it it's to hard to do anything with it because especially with the infant Still trying to figure. We did watch the ball drop from 21 to 22 so that our kids, kids thought that they stayed up late. And they were like, oh, happy new year. It was like 8.50. You did it like, yeah, 9 oh, o'clock. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> like, count down, Time, time guys. for bed. That's Get Thank you, YouTube. Although Henry was like, why are you searching YouTube videos right now? He knew. But yeah. he still participated. It's fun. He's my, uh, he's very, he's questioning everything now. He just turned eight. Had a lot of opinions about Santa. Couldn't I had the conversation with him about Santa this year before, before Christmas, and he just couldn't get over the fact. He's like, Dad, there's no possible way Santa gets around the world <laughs> in one night. That's what, you know, what what yeah. do you say? That's what held him up. He was like, I, it, it can't happen. He's my engineer. If he's gonna, he's probably gonna create something, dude. He's constantly in the basement, like putting together his train, his trains in like these crazy tunnels. He's like building forts and they're like, how did you even, 
I love well, it. I know. He's my thinker. I love him. Hilarious. So. It's awesome. Yeah. First episode back, New Year's. What are we talking about? Yeah. So this month, we're actually kind of doing a, I would call it a mini series. There was a podcast record to, recommended to us uh, several years ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And yes, we produce a podcast, but we listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. as well. And our friend Reggie actually, <coughs> I know, excuse <laughs> me. Our friend Reggie actually turned us on to uh, uh, Rabbi Daniel Lappin mm-hmm. um, and his podcast and everything he does in life revolves around what he calls the five F's. Yeah. Um, and he said, if you get these areas right and focus on just these five things, then your life will matter. Your life will be quote unquote successful. And so uh, we just thought we would break down those five F's yeah. on our podcast and what they mean to us. Yeah. Because as we get ready to start, or we already are starting a new year, what better way to talk about some real foundational issues. And those five F's are family, friendship, finances, fitness, and faith. And so we're going to just unpack each one of those uh, in these podcasts over the next yeah. over yeah. the next month. We're going to take our own spin on it, dissect it, kind of what each one of these five apps have meant to us personally. And hopefully you'll be encouraged. Hopefully you'll be challenged. Hopefully you send this podcast to somebody who you talk about life with so that you can dissect them yourselves and think about how you can get these five specific areas either under control or continue in them. And so today we're going to be talking about fitness because if you look at new year resolutions, fitness is like the number one on everybody's list. If you right. do new year, new year resolutions, if you have goals, if you go to a gym and you're a regular, you hate the month of January because of how packed it is. Everybody's in the gym. They're like, this is going to be my year where I become fit. Yeah. And fitness is just one of those things, in my opinion, it matters. It really does matter. We uh, have a lot of movements in our society and I'm all about accepting yourself, but not accepting yourself if you're not the way that you want to be. Now you accept your journey and your process, but I do believe that physical fitness is important. In fact, physical fitness leads to mental health. Yeah, they have the three major areas around physically fit is diet, exercise, and sleep. And so, yeah, we're gonna focus on that fitness piece. In fact, as of right now, the plan is for our church at Hill City, we're gonna be doing this uh, sermon series starting in January, talking about uh, destination addiction. Come on Sundays or listen on our YouTube page to find out what that is about as we journey. But on February 5th, right now, this is the plan, so it might change. We're going to be doing a fitness challenge for our church, and there's going to be a pretty big prize for the winners. Uh, it's going to be a 90-day fitness challenge, which will play a, uh, why we pick 90 yep. days has a lot to do with Shannon's story, which he'll tell you here in a little bit. But did you know this statistic? And I love statistics. I don't even know if all these statistics are true or not, but they're, okay. they're, very, thought, throw them out. they're very thought-provoking. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor, and statistics, the average American watches nearly three hours of television per day and exercises on average less than 10 minutes per day. But when they're polled and asked, they report exercising on average 56 minutes per day, which I find that statistic hilarious. I find it alarming, but I also find it motivating. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of truth to it too, but I would say that's so hard to discern how they come up with <laughs> yeah, I know, right? people actually work out less than 10 minutes, but they actually tell people they work out, what, 56 Almost minutes a day. Hour. Yeah. They probably have a lot of questions on their poll. Later they, on, and, and they they're like, find oh, out themselves. <laughs> based on what you, how you answered this question, right. and you put the, yeah, so. I guess, something like that. And fitness has been a big thing for me personally. Um, I actually first heard this quote from you, Shanik. 
uh, you said the pain of regret is greater than the pain of discipline. Talking about this idea. Yeah, you get to the uh, end of your life yeah. and you have all these regrets because you didn't do something. You didn't get in shape. You didn't take that trip. You you know, you didn't take that move in the career. And then you're sitting there and all those regrets that, you know, that are going to come up. And instead of, that's very painful. Yeah. Instead of actually just walking it out. Yeah, is it going to be painful? Yeah, steps to change and transition always come with a little bit of, of pain. And, always, always yeah. pain. And so, but I'm telling you right now, the, the pain of regret is far greater than the pain of discipline. Yeah, for sure. Because at, when you actually truly think about it, limitations are imaginary. They are made up in our minds. They are not real. Uh, and an example of this is the Navy SEALs have this 40% rule. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, the Navy SEALs use this 40% rule as this idea that when your mind is telling you that you're done, specifically around their hell week, uh, you're actually only at 40% of what your body mm. can take, which is crazy. So crazy. So crazy that they actually tested this theory because this is a, a Navy SEAL thing and who knows if it's true or not. Well, actually, the European Journal of Neuroscience tested the theory in 2008, and they found it to be true. They just call it, I can't even pronounce this right, um, ergogenetic, or you had it. You ergogenetic. Ergogenic placebo effect. So there's like a real scientific uh, phrase for it. And they use the statistic of uh, people that run marathons, those that finish, they usually hit a wall around mile 16, yet they finished. Hmm. And so it's the just this idea of when your body or your mind is telling you to quit, you're only technically halfway of what your body can handle. Wow. And the power of your mind, the power of overcoming your thoughts. And uh, I know, you know, I just released that ebook around mental health, which is also around physical health. Uh, and I say this in the book is when we live in the headspace of denial and excuses, we wait for deliverance and change in situations that require discipline and consistency. And it's just this idea of, you can always say, oh, I'll get healthy next week or I'll start my diet tomorrow. And people say this all the time. Oh, yeah. We have to get in the mindset of being disciplined and staying consistent. Because again, it's not about your intensity specifically around fitness. It's about just being consistent. You won't yep. always hit your goal. You won't always have this incredible, intense, amazing workout every single day. And the goal isn't intensity. The goal is just being consistent. Okay, so you want to work out four days a week. Commit to that. Okay, you want to work out, commit to that. Like yeah. whatever you do, it's just about being disciplined and consistent. And we both have a, a journey in fitness. This has been a huge thing in our life that is today is yeah. very uh, important to our schedule. But why don't you share your fitness journey? Because I think yours is, is way more crazy than mine, especially. Yeah, well, I love that you talked about yeah. consistency because I have helped a lot of people because of my journey in physical fitness. I've yeah. helped a lot of other people get, <clears throat> excuse me, get fit and um, really transform and change their life. Speaking of that, shout out Chris Crawford. Oh, who's yeah. Who's been working out with you yeah, right now. Yeah, that dude's now. been killing it. His wife just posted a before and after picture. He's lost 80 pounds since last New Year's. Yeah, but that that dude is really taking it serious, and he's been intentional, and I would say consistent. So, I mean, shout yes. out to Chris. I mean, it's all on him. Like, yeah. I just invited him out to the gym with me, but it was it's all him. He's doing the work even outside the gym, which we'll talk about that probably a little bit later too, Yeah, uh, what that entails and, look, and looks like. But for me... The consistency is the biggest piece. Like I tell everybody, whatever you decide to do, it doesn't really matter. Just do something and keep doing it. Yeah. Whether it's going on a walk every day or doing something like that's light and not very, you know, impactful or stressful or uh, because of your maybe health issues where you're at right now, you maybe can't do a lot. Well, it don't matter. Do what you can do and yeah. stay consistent Start with small. it. Yeah. Start small. Start small. 
but for me, um, man, I got married at 23 and, uh, thought I was loving life. Um, well, you were loving life. Well, <laughs> I was loving food. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just not, say that's that. That's not what I was getting but, at, but well, that's know, hilarious. But it, it is what it is. And I loved not only food, but Melanie was an amazing cook. Uh, my mom is known as the dessert queen. Like I had a dessert after like every dinner I feel like. And so I just kept that routine up into my twenties. I was out of sports, uh, less active. And so my metabolism slowed and that really caught up with me. And so found myself, um, a dad at, uh, wow, 28 or no, 26 years old. Um, and then had another kid at 28 years old. And so here I was approaching my thirties very overweight, had almost no energy for my kids, wanting to nap all day, fall asleep early, almost no energy. And, um, I knew I needed a change, but it was just, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Um, and so my wife actually was watching a, an infomercial one Saturday and she's like, I think we should try this. So, um, she ordered what was called the P90X program and we get it and we have to take the pretest, right? So we can track how much improvement we've made over a 90 day period. And one of the things we had to do was, uh, pushups and pull-ups. Well, I couldn't do one single pull-up, like not one and pushups. I think I got to six pushups. And so I'm like, man, I don't know if I can do this. Like this isn't for like a big heavy guy like me, like I already need to like lose weight and be in shape before doing this. She's like, let's just do it. So that first day we, I committed to 90 days and I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit to be consistent, to just press play, whether I get through the whole workout, whether I do one push up, and I just have to sit there on the floor the next two minutes while the, the people on the TV are finishing the work, the, the workout or the, the, the exercise. So I just kept doing that and begin to see a change. Uh, we actually followed the nutrition guide as well. Melanie would cook meals. I would help. I took care of like following the snack thing that they put out, um, for your daily snacks. And yeah. And in 90 days I had lost, um, 54 pounds and had all kinds of energy started even running, which I can't stand to run, <laughs> but I would run the loop here. It's exactly three miles, basically a 5k. I'd do that a couple days a week on top of working out six days a week to the videos. Um, loved it so much. I'm like, well, let me, let me just keep going. See how much, see how far this thing can go. So I did it a second round for another 90 days and I'd lost another 27. So in 180 days I had lost 70 or no, 81 pounds. Crazy. So that was, um, yeah, that was a little over a decade ago. And I would say I'm still healthy and, um, it hasn't been like any kind of like crash diet or fad. It just became more of a lifestyle to me. Mm -hmm. And so um, yeah, that's kind of my journey into, um, into physical fitness and into, um, physical health, I'll call it that. But what I saw more than anything, and here's why I value physical health so much and fitness is because it really does, um, spill over and help in every area. You already mentioned how much it helps mentally, but I even found that it helps spiritually as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I was able to to be more in tune. I was able to, because I felt just physically better, I was able to just sit and contemplate and think about, um, the things of God and, and him playing, uh, or not playing, but him working, I guess, in my life. Um, as I saw things played out in my life where before 
man, I was just kind of miserable, like in my feeling and my, in my mental state. So mm-hmm. I think it just helps holistically, um, more, more than really anything else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why I value fitness. Um, and I always hope to be somebody that encourages others to get physically fit. It's crazy. I never knew that it was an infomercial. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I didn't know the statistics of how many you actually did on your test day, like not even getting a pull up and six, six push-ups. push-ups. I mean, without stopping. we just started a pull-up challenge just between the two of us and you pumped out 12 without any breaks. Your first, right? 12? Oh, just a couple weeks ago. I just went yeah. up there and did 12 real quick. Did 12. Yeah. Like that is crazy. And I think that's really important to talk about. Uh, we, we said it's not about in your intensity, but for those first 90 days, it wasn't intense because it was a total lifestyle change. And now it's not, would you say that your workout regime is not as intense as it was those first yeah, 90 days? Yeah, it's not as intense. Yeah. But it's consistent. All. Yeah. But that got me to a level where it, then it transformed more into weightlifting, which right. I actually really enjoy. Um, I guess I'll just let everybody know. I don't really love cardio. That's why yeah. I play basketball to actually get my heart rate up because it's a sport I love to play still. Um, but when it just comes to cardio or those high intensity training, you know, circuits, I don't love those, but I do love weight training. And I found a lot of beneficial yeah. now I've, I've put on a little bit more weight from weight training compared to what I was doing. But, um, I feel like holistically, like not quite, but almost yeah. in my sweet spot. But yeah, you had to find your sweet spot. And that's, what's really cool is over the last 10 years, I, I mean, I worked out with you for like nearly seven years until COVID and then it just kind of screwed up our schedules yep. and me having kids where you don't do the same program all the time and you've changed it up and you've done different things depending on the season of life that you're in. And I think that's really important for people to know that like what you start with today, we're challenging you to to get physically fit, like start something. But as you progress, you're going to find what you hate and what you can actually sustain. And that's okay. Cause the goal isn't to just be like intense towards a workout program. And if it worked for 90 days, okay, great. But it might not work in a year or two. So you got to, it's okay to change. It's just about being physically active. Yeah. Yeah, Because I'm glad you said that. Um, I got into weight training, got with, um, a, uh, fitness instructor, um, my brother-in-law who helped me in the weight training world. I've helped other people in this, but there's been time actually two different times. I know like years later, I went back to that P90X program just to do it for the 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course this time doing it, I was way more into it and could keep up with the people actually exercising on the videos, um, which was great. But then after a few more years, I tried it again. And after like two weeks, I'm like, this isn't for me anymore. Like I, I'm, I've moved on to other things. This was great in that season, but it mm-hmm. just helped me. and was a foundation and a platform to get me to where I am now. So yeah, try whatever you, there's nothing that I would say is a failure in the workout world, as long as you're doing something. Yeah. And my journey is a little bit different. Um, I kind of motivational speaker and philanthropist, um, Tony Robbins says this, and I heard him say it while I was in college and it just kind of became a motivational piece for me. He said, um, how people between ages 40 and 60 reap the reward from personal growth they committed to between ages 20 and 40. And he said, conversely, they feel the pain of staying still during those two decades. So it was always kind of like a challenge to me because I always thought like long-term for me, um, I'm just very aware of how people live personally. And I have a goal. I want to live till I'm 113. I've, I've spoken that (laughs) out loud. I don't know why. 113 is the goal, but that's my goal. I'm going to live to 113. And so I recognize I don't want to live to 113 and not be active though. I don't want to get into my eighties and have to be 
helped around. Like that's not, I'm, I'm not going to live to 113 if I'm relying on other people to move me around in my 80s and 90s. And I, I kind of just started looking at people and noticing old age, specifically even my grandparents and, and some people that are close is I want to do everything in, in my own control to enjoy life when I'm old and not have to rely on other people. And, you know, like what's the point of living to old age if I can't dance at my kid's funeral or <laughs> I'm not yeah, dancing at my not that. kid's yeah, wedding. Yeah, dance at my kid's kid. wedding. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm over here. Well, yeah, I don't want to dance good. at their funeral, but um, yeah, I, I want to be able to dance at my grandkids' weddings. I want to be actively involved in my grandkids' lives. And if that's a case, like that can't be just some fantasy without action now. And so I've always had a consistent regime around fitness and uh, diet, but specifically fitness. And it's crazy that you just said that because I've done the P90X. Uh, we, My wife and I, we have a Beachbody membership. And one of my favorite workouts is... Um, well, I, I'm not even going to get it right. Oh, uh, lift four. Mm-hmm. Love lift four yep. right now. I've, I, I just did two cycles of it. It's eight weeks. So I just did 16 weeks of it. And then my neighbor, Josh was doing this 20, uh, 21, 22 day challenge. And so I've been doing that and I hate this 22 day challenge. I've got like six more days left of it and I'm, I'm over it. I can't wait to stop. And once I stop, I've got a program that I'm going to be doing for six months. Um, and it's, I, I'm the type of dude that would lift, um, five, six days a week and only take one day off. And it wasn't really healthy on the opposite end. And so this program is going to be only three days of weight training and two days of cardio, especially cause I just joined a basketball league and I've been playing basketball more and I'm realizing, wow, I might be, um, physically fit in terms of like muscle training, but I am not physically fit in terms of endurance. If I want to run up and down a basketball court for an hour. So I'm going to add those. So I'm going to be working out five days a week, starting here in the next week. And so that changes because things have been stale. I know I've done almost every workout, um, for men in uh, Beachbody. Uh, some of my favorites are, what's that, what's that dude, uh, chisel, uh, chisel and hammer, hammer and chisel. Yeah. Oh man, that guy, I can't stand. I'm, I'm trying to think of their names because I've done a lot of these workouts too. Lift four, yeah. wasn't his name, is it Joel? Yeah, Joel, Joel yeah. runs Lift four. Yeah, That's, I really like it's that It's been program. a good one. Um, that Insanity, I loved Insanity. Ooh, the the one I just loved, but it's very intense. Yeah. Uh, six weeks with um, uh, Emilio Caesar. Dude, Emilio Caesar is my favorite coach on Beachbody. He's the man. But there's so much for you. I've done the CrossFit. I've been a part of that church. Um, I, I'm not a part of that church right now. I've left that church and I jokingly say church because once you start CrossFitting, you can't help but tell everybody about CrossFitting. And I, I still do workouts of the day. I still do wads randomly here and there, but fitness has just become one of those things that's just a high priority for me. And I've penciled it in my schedule. And when people are like, Hey, you, you got time for this? Nope. I, I've got a meeting. And that meeting is my physical health because it matters because longevity is the goal for me. And so fitness has to be a priority, even when you don't want to do it. And there's seasons I've been consistent with it since I've been in college, but there are seasons where I'm like, this is a drag. Okay. Change it up, figure it out. And it's just a high priority for me because the motivation is my grandkids. And you have to find that motivation for yourself because that's what motivates me when I don't want to. And it has to be for you. It can't be because someone else wants you to be that way. You have to do it for you. And if you can get to that place, I think that's where you'll find success in your physical fitness journey. Um, for me, I just didn't want, well, one, continue sucking at life. But number two, I just didn't want to live my my 30s and beyond like I had lived my 20s. Like I actually wow. want to be involved in my kid's life in a very active way. 
You know, no. I don't want to just be laying on the couch watching those three hours of TV a night, like you said earlier. It's very, which is very easy to do. Oh, easy. Well, yeah. I mean, this past weekend, I mean, it was a weekend off, chill weekend, holiday weekend. I mean, honestly, I probably watched five to eight hours of TV yeah. a day the last three days. And there were bowl games. So bowl yeah, games on, football prob- games on. Yeah. We're binge watching uh, a Netflix series. So it just, it is what it's it is. It's very easy to do. Very easy. And I'll leave you with this. Again, there is no judgment judgment about this. We do want to encourage you around the idea of fitness. Get consistent with it. It matters. But here's my challenge for you. When you commit to something for yourself, do not break your word to yourself. Because when you break your word to yourself, you start to create self-disrespect and self-distrust, and your word ends up not mattering to you. You wouldn't trust a friend if they broke their word to you the way that we often break our word to ourselves. So if you're going to commit to something, commit to it. And do not break your word. That's my big challenge for yeah, you. Yeah, no, I love that. I would say that my challenge um, as we kind of get ready to close this episode would be to just work on you to be a better version tomorrow or today than you were yesterday of you. I know so many people give up because they have this idea in their mind of what they want to be, but it's only because they are seeing what someone else is doing and they mm-hmm. want that. But if you would actually not compare yourself, not worry about success of others and just worry about being a better you, than you were yesterday, that's going to be a victory and a win. So be consistent, work on yourself. And maybe this is the year. Finally, you do get mentally fit and watch every other area of your life begin to excel. It's amazing. So get a plan, do that plan and get fit. May 2023 be your best year of fitness to date. Yep. Just do it. And just with that, know you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) 